I planted a garden. I've never had much of a green thumb, but I've heard that gardens grow with love. That's all I have to give, so how badly can it go? My only wish and intention for each individual flower is that they'll grow beautifully, wildly, and full of life. I have this same wish and intention for you. Be beautiful, be wild, be full of life. Welcome to the Garden of Creden. Welcome back to Conversations from the Garden of Creden. Have a very special, special guest today, very close to my heart. I can genuinely say that this person knows me better than anybody in the whole world. My best friend, Nolan. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um, no, really, when, when we've been going out recently, <laughs> I, I've been introducing you to people like, this is my best friend in the whole wide world, and everyone like laughs at it, but it really is just like, it's fitting of your title. <laughs> ah. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, we go way back. <laughs> way back. Like when people talk about A1 since day one, I think I think they would find us in the dictionary. Indeed. The picture from today's episode, actually. Um, but no, so how we met, how Nolan and I met, um, when I was six, I moved into a new neighborhood in Chesterfield, Virginia, and he was my next door neighbor. So this is quite, how many, oh my gosh, how many years later? We're not going to tell them. But <laughs> a very long time later, and uh, we are still best friends now, um, have been super close since then. I feel like we've always even been kind of close in proximity. Like, even when we went to school, like your school was like 20 minutes from mine, college, I mean. Um, and yeah. Then you moved to Pittsburgh. We So we were apart for a little bit. Yeah. You were in Pittsburgh and I was in Florida. How did we maintain our relationship? I was thinking about that. I was like, that did, was we difficult did we talk like as much as we do now? <clears throat> I don't know. I think we probably had, you know, like in, in any type of relationships, there's like uh, kind of waves if you you know what i mean like when people like are sometimes the waves are going together sometimes they separate for a little bit but then they come back together so i feel like we've definitely had those times as well yeah it doesn't feel like we've ever like been like not around each other i know even even when we were farther like really far apart in different states yeah because yeah we were talking about it today even when i was in florida we were still seeing each other we had my birthday party and then like you came down to florida i visited pittsburgh quite a bit so yeah, we've always maintained our love and friendship. Um, we actually call ourselves the Wonder Twins. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do because we have we have a very uh, special, unique closeness. Like we we can literally feel things that each other are going through. Especially, it was really wild when we were in different cities. Like when you were in Pittsburgh and I was in Richmond. Like we would be going through things at the same time emotionally um even like having pimples on our face in the yeah. same place at the same time and like, even when i mean i mean it's not the, exactly the same but pledging like oh yeah 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 when we were in school and stuff yeah. going through like both epsilon class yes yes everything there's just been so much synchronicities and alignments between us all of our lives and um it's really brought us to where we are today uh obviously it's a crazy 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 time in the world and um with circumstances we are now roommates (laughs) and it's there's honestly nobody else that i'd rather be with during this time me too straight up 
fully, fully agree. Yeah. I'm very thankful. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that also has been purposeful. Like, I think we're supposed to be together during oh, this time. Oh, yeah. Because I can't really imagine how we would be dealing with it if we were alone right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I and I know that people are alone right now. Yeah, that's you know? the sad part. It really is. So... That's just... Well, yeah, no, there's so many sad parts, but um, definitely, like anybody who happens to listen to this, if you do feel alone, feel free to reach out to either myself or Nolan. Like, we're literally always down to talk, and um, shit's real fucking crazy right now. So, yeah, I know, like, I know, even like, like I said, like, I need someone to talk to, you need someone to talk to. So, just putting that out there for anybody else who needs it, but definitely want to talk a little bit about how we feel about what's happening in the world today well <laughs> how do i feel i know right? I feel it's like there's so many different there's so ways. many um like i said i'm thankful that i'm here with you exper- mm-hmm. you know going through this together there's lots of uncertainty you know living day to day just not knowing what's going to happen as far as like numbers is concerned and other things that could really be quite frightening yeah there's like uncertainty period i think you know with anything um i will say i i honestly like do lose track of time and things but i guess we're like we on the east coast of the united states are like three weeks in ish i guess Mm -hmm. to like this really affecting us uh in a visible way in a way that we can feel um, I know that other parts of the world have been dealing with this for a more ongoing period and have been more affected for a longer period of time. But for us, it's been relatively new and and relatively quick, I feel. Yes. And it's a crazy feeling because it's just like boom, 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 boom. It's, it's hard to keep track of everything that's happening, all of the changes, all of the suggestions of you know how to protect yourself there's just so much information there's so much happening you don't know what to take for truth take for you know lies like it's just a lot it really is a lot yeah on top of yourself trying to understand what you're feeling through everything right i know that i was talking to my mom like the i don't know when this really was kind of starting to go down and and looking pretty bad and it's just like in my lifetime in my mom's lifetime in my grandmother's lifetime there's there's never been anything like this you know so in any of the lifetimes that are familiar to us and the people we know nobody knows how to deal with this nobody knows what to expect you know yeah so it is it is a um well I'll get to this term later but a a collective fear a collective trauma collective crisis that is being experienced around the world really Mm -hmm. and across all demographics yeah i think that's why it's it's one of the many reasons why it's even scarier because everyone's looking at everybody trying to figure out how to feel and what to do Mm -hmm. and finding some type of relief and 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 faith but no one is like you said nobody's really gone through this before so it's just at a certain point, we're all feeling pretty, uh, pretty much the same, but in different ways. Yeah, yeah. It's it's unique to everybody. Like everybody's impacted differently. Everybody's experiencing it differently. 
it is a collective trauma, as we say, but it, but it is very individually affecting people as well. I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the information that has been put out and I don't know, just some of the things that I've noticed. When the virus first was kind of, I guess you can say, entering this country, I remember seeing a lot of uh, memes and things about, you know, black people are immune to this, you know, we can't get it and like, you know, people joking about this thing. And from the beginning, I thought that that was foolish. Like, I mean, obviously there are diseases affect different groups, different ways, but there's nothing that's like, oh, there's a shield around this population. Right. Like you're not going to be affected by something, you know, that is affecting the lungs and the body in this way. Like, you know, we, we have the same systems in us. So I thought that that was absurd. But um, I think what it did do is cause the African-American community to take it less seriously because it was like, okay, well, I don't know. I don't know if people were really believing this or not or really just kind of having this this thought of like uh, being invincible, you know? Like, mm-hmm. uh, that's not real. That's not going to happen to me. That's not going to happen to anybody I know. So shortly after we're first hearing, oh, black people can't get it, then we're starting to see in the news different celebrities coming up with it, different African-American celebrities as well. And all of them talking about being asymptomatic. So there's, you know, you can't tell, but it's just they happen to test positive because they were able to access tests, first of all. But um, anyhow, so now three weeks in or however many weeks in we are, we're seeing how this disease, this virus is disproportionately affecting the African-American community. And... Even even just like in our circle, so like family, friends, starting to hear of people who's, who their family members have passed away from the coronavirus or complications of it, you know? So it, it is something that is definitely attacking, well, all of the world as we know, but African-American population, you know? Yes. For sure. And that, of course, goes with kind of what I was trying to say earlier as far as numbers is concerned. Mm-hmm. And... When you start hearing how the virus is actually affecting your loved ones that you know, like someone you know, then, you know, of course that builds fear and mm-hmm. and really hits home because it puts more fear inside of your head a little bit because it's like, what about, what if I'm next? What if I'm next? You know? Mm-hmm. And, and even like what people that we know, like that's one of my constant things is like, I just, as we're getting deeper and deeper into this the the people are getting closer and closer to us that are passing you know first it's like oh this person in our state then it's like oh your friend's friend's cousin oh your you know uncle oh you know it's just like getting closer and closer mm-hmm. so it, it is a very difficult thing to deal with um Specifically, I wanted to mention, I, I again, with, with information, I, I think it's very vital that everybody does their own research on information that's being presented. Don't just take anything as, okay, this is what I heard, so it must be true. But um, I had seen an interview after you and I were just talking about it last night, actually, but about the reason. It's not that the disease is attacking more African-Americans than other cultures. It's the fact that African Americans have a lot of pre-existing conditions. And, you know, the 
the guy was saying specifically like diabetes, asthma, high blood pressure, you know, all of these things that, that are widely prevalent in the African-American community. Once this virus enters your body, it does make it more difficult to fight off. Mm-hmm. So the, the issue that has been presented is that there should have been more focus on all of the disparities in the health of the community, right? From the beginning, like even access to 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 things, to medical care, access to, if you go into black neighborhoods, the grocery stores in black neighborhoods, or even the corner stores, the options for healthier foods are not there as they are in, let's say, a Kroger in a white neighborhood here, right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's all always poor health, poor health, poor health is what's fed into this community. Sometimes I'll go into a corner store looking for a bottle of water and it, I have to search so much because it's not right there on the forefront. And then there's like a little section, but it's just sugar, soda, like crap, 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 crap. So poor health has been fed into this community. And now when this virus is here, you're seeing how the poor health combined with the virus is going to be affecting our community in very large numbers. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sorry, I know that was a ramble. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but it's, I just had to get that out. I had to get that out because I feel like health is so important. Mm-hmm. Like, it just really is, and, and especially during this time. And it's not something where, you know, with, like, let's say, eating fruits, like, okay, this will benefit me in a year. Like, no, like, this is entering your body right now. Like, this is helping your body right now. Like... I just think people really need to, especially during this time, really increase uh, their their knowledge and practice of good health practices. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you think we're doing a pretty good job of it, considering you know how quickly everything has been going down with, with us getting fruits and vegetables? Oh and- yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd be in this bitch cooking up a storm, man. And yeah, we've been doing a great job. I think. I mean, I definitely want to talk about that too. Just like how we've been getting through this, because again, I know. We're in the unique position of being best fucking friends since the age of six or now adults and, you know, going through this crisis together. And we have genuine love and respect and good communication and all the things, you know, even I'm sure years ago in our relationship, that wouldn't have been the best time for us to go through a pandemic together. But like we're at a great place right now. So I know that you know, we're able to to get through this together. So I just want to be able to share some of the things that we do to get through it for others. Because <laughs> I know it's tough out there. It's definitely tough out there. Um, health is one thing. We have been doing a lot of, like like Nolan said, smoothies and just, just cooking better, eating better. Obviously right now, you know, you have the fact that you can, you're not really eating out like that anymore too, you know? Mm-hmm. So that has been... Um, something that caused us more to focus on cooking because i was doing terrible for a while eating out all the time knowing a bitch ain't got money (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's helpful in saving money too yeah straight up um but i think one of the biggest things is uh, our mental health check-ins with each other yes it's so vital during this time well period right like period my mom she was like you know when she was talking about how this is gonna affect people she was like you know i really feel like um people with just pre-existing mental health conditions are not going to be doing well. And I was like, you mean like everybody in the world? <laughs> like everybody got mental health issues. What do you mean? And especially right after, like like she was saying, even, you know, this. Yeah. So if you yeah. didn't think you did before. Like, yes. So that, yeah, that is definitely helpful. We definitely do a lot of 
work to make sure that we can maintain a sense of peace and sanity. <laughs> it's a fine line, but it's quite it fun is, to, it is. <laughs> to type on. I don't know if y'all are feeling the same way at times. Yeah, no, I, I, I literally posted that this morning. Is like, you ever feel like you're losing your fucking mind, but also chilling at the same time? Yeah. Like, that's literally what's happening. Um, but I know this has just always been our lives period and also part of our whole wonder twin connection is just our connection to music and you know singing and creating music so being able to do that with you during this time has also been just great it's been a blessing oh for sure thank you i feel the same way yeah it's like it's another saving grace, you know, mm-hmm. another thankful moment, silver lining and through all this, mm-hmm. um, because I think it's also helping us kind of figure out how to work together uh, for different projects. Oh, yeah, you know, definitely, because we're always working on something. But I mean, just in general, I think that it allows us to be more verbal with each other about our ideas because we're together so, so often. Mm-hmm. So in case like we forget something like it's 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 always a, a never ending building, yeah, project of some sort. Yeah, that's you know what you're absolutely right because um I remember, again I'm bad with time so probably about a week ago maybe a couple days ago who knows though, um we were making music and you were describing like a sound but you were describing it as coming from a movie scene and just a a part of a movie scene but for whatever reason I think just from being around you and and understanding the way that you think I was able to understand that you were equating that to the sound of like a musical instrument yeah you know because it it wasn't coming out in that way but I was able to still receive the message in that way you know so we definitely are, are learning each other and being able to connect on that way yeah even more so yeah i and i truly appreciate that i was like oh that was cool yeah yeah um it's it's also been quite a difference i think from again when the pandemic kind of first hit i feel like there was definitely a wave of like again maybe people not taking it as serious but just like a spike in creative energy and people being like oh word like i don't have to work like i'm home all day i can create 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 and like i'm motivated i'm excited and um yeah there there definitely are days like that but then there are also days where it's just like yo what the fuck like yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna stay in bed all day because i just cannot so and that's another mental check-in with, mm-hmm. with not even just with each other but within ourselves you know recognizing that yeah because it is a lot of it's a lot to take in. It's a fucking lot. <laughs> yo, and just at this same, we're like, we're going to probably cuss a lot throughout yeah. this episode because, yo, shit is fucking crazy right now. But, um, no, really, and throughout the day, I, I know it's probably, or I feel at least, that it's probably annoying, but I ask you out, like, how you feeling? How you feeling? Oh, no, I appreciate <laughs> it. And I, I, it's, I really am, like, trying to check in, though. Yeah, you know? no, I appreciate it, and I feel the same way. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I completely get it, and I'm... I'm it's not that I get it, and it's just it's. I think it's a very important thing that we just establish and how we we continue to like <laughs> maintain. You know, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely. Um, I wanted to share a quote that I had seen a lot again when when things were kind of first starting, and it was saying if you don't come out of this quarantine with a new skill, your side hustle started. Or more knowledge you never lacked time you lacked discipline 
And I had seen a lot of people posting that, like, when when things were first kind of going. And I remember, like, I did have motivation to create, but then, like, when the days would set in, when I was just, like, I have a history with, with depression, so this is obviously, like... Uh, triggering some things with that but so like when the depressed days would sit in I would start feeling like guilty be like oh you're not doing enough like you're supposed to be doing stuff right now so um another amazing um poet from the Richmond area beloved had posted the other day uh this same quote but underneath it it said it you know it had crossed it out where it said um you never lack time you lack discipline and it basically was saying like you understand that you're going through a collective trauma and you know like you need time to rest and process and heal and, and you know whatever else so I really appreciated seeing that because it's like okay when the moments come that we are like freaking out and and fearful it's okay to have those thoughts like people keep being like oh don't be afraid don't be afraid like you should never like it is okay to have those thoughts because things are mad scary right now you know right it's okay to acknowledge that and but the, you, you know you still have to just work through it you have to you know do whatever you need to do which is different for everybody mm-hmm. because i think and if you don't check in with the and, and with those feelings and, and you don't acknowledge that it's scary out right now and you you just kind of like a zombie just walking around like mm-hmm. it's not happening when it's very clearly happening yes! when streets are like oh my God. all cleared like and you don't see or hear a lot of people out anymore when you hear sirens it's still it's it's even scarier yeah you know you never know what's going to happen like for to walk around like that's not happening completely that 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 means something's definitely wrong well to walk around like that's not happening is to be american that because the thing is are we gonna go about the programming hell yeah i mean we don't have to touch too deep into it but but no (laughs) but for real like like the whole zombie thing like that that is that is what people do like it is a lot easier to not think about what's really going on and obviously because like like we said what's really going on is scary uncertainty is scary like the thought of death of of people that you know and love or and respect or just people in general dying is scary you know mm-hmm. um not knowing how you're gonna pay your bills how you're you gonna know? pay your bills that's another thing it's like i have so much empathy and respect and you know send blessings to those who are trying to feed their families and cannot work like i know that there's uh, those who are homeless and those who are like in prisons and like just the virus is taking over the prison systems like like basically like the black communities which i don't think is a coincidence either but later for that (laughs) but i'm just like there's so many different situations there's so many bad situations terrible situations so to not acknowledge that would it's it's i don't know like i don't even know what the word would be it's not deny it's it's something worse than denial like yeah but but that that inability to acknowledge it also is fear so it's just like is it do you think part of it is fear or do you think most of it is just like a program thing to do like I think it's both because even when people are presented with ideas outside of the norm or presented with with uh, like the reality of things it's it's 
still distant in their mind like you don't really want to think about it until it happens to you like think about how when we heard of this virus of this illness and how it was affecting people in china i remember like i guess i don't know months ago i don't know seeing videos of the people and everybody wearing masks and like people being like beat in the streets and you know just crazy shit going on in china like we all saw that shit right like, wait like a month or two like three months at, at, at max and now we go and now right and now everybody's wearing masks and people people are acting crazy you like i was telling you yesterday twice within the past two or three days i've been walking on the sidewalk and I'll just say white women have gotten off the sidewalk to walk away from me. They've walked in the middle of the street to not be on the same sidewalk as me. Now, I don't know if that's that six feet apart shit. I don't know what it is, but it, but people are acting different. Like people, people are wilding. And um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But but like I said, like it's just it was, scary thing. It is a scary thing, and I feel like like it's it's making people's minds I don't know go crazy. I really do. I mean, also because you know it's that the whole race thing comes into play. That's exactly and what I was that's thinking, one yes. of the scariest things that most people really fear as far as like a country you know besides like war and stuff like that but like a race war or mm-hmm. some stuff like division that. Yeah, just like, racial division yeah. or division period I, it's the a, there's I yeah mean, but it, especially i mean that's it, it, we were talking about it yesterday even cops you know of course they're even more stressed now mm-hmm. and then their mental health like imagine that the people And I I will say this very loosely and understand that I have air quotations when I say this, but the people who are meant to serve and protect are mentally struggling right now. Like they, first of all, whatever, like we know what they've been doing for the past few years, killing Mm -hmm. black people. Right. But now even more so the same way that, that everybody else in the world is afraid and like taking home diseases to their families and you know, whatever else stressed out and their mental health is suffering. These people meant to serve and protect their mental health is suffering. So that's also fear of like what that's going to lead to. Like, it's just a lot. So Again, I guess, you know, without delving too far into any one direction, I really just want people to, one, do their own research on things, two, be aware of what's going on in the world, and three, take all measures to protect yourself physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, like take care of your your health, and that means especially your mental health. Um, Another quote that I wanted to share that I just saw, it says, I think that when the dust settles, we will realize how little we need, how very much we actually have, and the true value of human connection. I think that's been one of the things that, you know, with social distancing and things like that, like, we also saw an influx of just people doing, doing things online and things like that. But it really is, it speaks to the need of humans to connect with one another you know mm-hmm. which is a big thing I, I i that's always how i really live my life period like i just love connection i love connecting with people but i i feel like this pandemic has caused one the need to connect but also literal disconnect so it's yeah it's it's, it's definitely challenging because you are also dealing with a lot of things maybe like past traumas Mm-hmm. And like you were talking about triggers earlier, 
and I guess they call it shadow work a lot of times because mm. you really do have to face a lot of things alone but at the same time you know you want to be social yeah yeah it is a balance and I will say too to like to the people that are alone even though we are literally like living together right now like we have our periods of alone time for sure and we've gone through periods in life where we've physically kind of isolated ourselves to be able to get through things you Mm -hmm. know and I think that what comes from that is a lot of um introspection but a lot of like self-awareness for sure so what are some of the things you've realized uh I guess about yourself during this time or in recent times uh kind of like what you were saying before is as far as I've gone through you know different uh I guess traumas and Mm -hmm. how I dealt with them and I realized okay I kind of check in with myself with the introspection and be like Okay, well, now I've gone past this stage of whatever I'm working through in my head. And knowing that I am strong, you know, mentally, but also recognizing that I've kind of prepared myself Mm. as much as I could for situations like this. I mean, no one can ever fully prepare for anything like this, but I mean, just being thankful, knowing that I've kind of was aware that I'm constantly battling uh, mental health issues. Mm. But how it does get... I know it's just cheesy, but it gets easier. Yeah. It definitely does. Um, you put that so eloquently. Because <laughs> when I was thinking of what I've learned about myself, um, I was thinking that I'm crazy. <laughs> but that's a much nicer way to put it, that realizing that you've gone through a lot of traumas and I I use the term crazy so lightly because I mean again like who isn't what would be defined as crazy like who doesn't have mental health issues and struggles and what what the fuck ever you know we've all been through different things but I think having self-awareness of your mental health needs um how your mental health symptoms present themselves Mm -hmm. like I know when I'm feeling depression coming on I know when I'm in that mood I know when you know I have my highs I have my lows like I know when I'm having you know trauma flashbacks like I know exactly what's going on in my mind Mm -hmm. um which again comes from isolation and and studying myself I guess right but that's because one what else you gonna do when you're by yourself but two I want to be able to I don't know influence people um how do I don't, let me think about how to say this we were talking about uh you know when when you're trying to say certain things and then want to make sure that they come out the same way mm-hmm. so literally even like the way that I'm trying to make sure that I that my words come out how I'm trying to express them right now but I I feel like that's the same thing I, I want to do in my interactions with people and I, I feel like my mental health can influence the interactions obviously so I want it to be as uninfluenced as possible you know like just genuinely right, right. me and my what i call my love frequency that, that's nice, all. <laughs> nice. yeah or yeah. it's just not just you know uh kind of like what we talked about in response to when you ask someone how how, how are you doing and it's just fine how are you and it's like like but there's so much more behind it. <laughs> yeah right like you know <laughs> but also holding a nice place for for those feelings and mm-hmm. like the, the quote-unquote craziness part of you I think that's really important to really accept those parts of you 
I call it batshit passionate. Mm. <laughs> I think that um, I, I really am. Like, my passions go to extremes, and that's really in, in anything that I do. If I am passionate about you as a person or I'm passionate about what I am creating and working on, you're going to be able to feel that passion. So, And it might be a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about, as we say, we've been resting and creating and alternating between that. But the creating has been beautiful. So I want to definitely give light to some of that stuff. Oh, for sure. Do you want to share? Do you want to share? I mean, it's, it's, it's your main project. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, well, just period. We've been doing a lot of, a lot of singing and music making and music writing. And I don't know. It's, it's just been... It's been great. I think, again, because we are able to be in touch with the things that we're feeling, and that's allowing us to write and create and express through that feeling. So, um, I don't know. We've just been working on some beautiful things. Mm-hmm. And uh, they'll yeah, be coming out soon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're going through a quarantine together, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. Imagine what's going to come out of this. <laughs> So, do you want to sing a little bit? Uh, sure. Okay. This is what we'd be doing really like most of the day. <laughs> yeah. uh, you want to sing Counterpart? Oh, yeah, we can do that. I guess I can try to play the song from my phone. I don't know what it'll sound like. Okay. So, this is a song that me and my Wonder Twin, aka my Schnookums, aka my Six of Spades, have been doing together, and it's called Counterparts. Mayday, mayday, some unholy war I'm hesitant to join him, but it's pulling to my core Cause if my man was fighting, fighting in that war I'm right here beside him, you that I adore Put that shit in writing, strength he didn't know Justice done reciting, you I'm fighting for I think a piece of me was missing and I never even knew I only feel the void when I come around you Because I notice there's a part of me that's full when you're near With the hole inside my heart, how did I live all these years? Never knew what I needed to destiny intervene always heard of counterparts but never knew what it means so will you be my moon if i say i'll be your star just you and me together boy you know we'll go far like a king to a queen or a drug to a fiend make me moan make me scream i can hope i can dream to be yours but will you dream of me too Will you wake up every morning like this love is brand new? Like we're young and in love, like the stars up above made a wish it came true. And now I have you in my life to be my counterpart, supporting and protecting the most beautiful heart. I'm down for you until our souls return to their home. And even then, I follow you wherever you choose to roam. Counterpart, your love waves have my heart counterpart. Your love waves be my heart counterpart. You got the, um, he got the, um, we got the sweetest thing, sweetest thing, sweetest thing, sweetest thing. La da 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 
snippet of what we be doing up in here but um yeah no find the i hope that everyone finds some type of normalcy in this situation some type of peace mental stability and you know rest when you need to create when you need to love when you need to which is all the fucking time mm-hmm. <laughs> um anything you want to share uh yeah reach out to me or Cree, uh, I'm on Instagram. New Nolan who this uh, <laughs> on Instagram, because uh, yeah, a lot of people are alone and you know feeling all types of different ways. So yeah, please reach out to us if you need help with anything. Yes, and as usual, you can follow me on Instagram at underscore Lilith Rose. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. To our quarantine special. To our quarantine special. Edition. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, be well, take care, holler at us if you need us. Wonder Twins, till the wheels fall off. Multidimensional. I'm a lazy and unexpected sound. anything mm-hmm. okay um i'm feeling a little sam cook mm-hmm. this morning when i woke up so nice nice uh, a little flower that blooms in may a lovely sunset at the end of a day that's all oh that's all <laughs> <laughs> i forgot the word the rest of the words okay